you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi again, and welcome back to The Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and this Friday, like all others... I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. And today, we're lucky to have with us Dr. Gail Saltz, who brings us a really interesting idea, which can be summed up in the title of her new book, The Power of Different, The Link Between Disorder and Genius. In the book, she looks at the flip side of disorder and shows how many diagnoses, from depression to anxiety to ADHD, can link to a hardwired strength. Dr. Saltz is a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital Weill Cornell School of Medicine. She's a psychiatrist, columnist, best-selling author, television commentator, and magazine contributor, and has been featured on Oprah, Dateline, Fox News, Anderson Cooper, The Today Show, Good Morning America, and many others. Dr. Saltz, welcome to the show. So Dr. Saltz, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I'm excited to talk to you because in your book, you cover topics that are you know, commonly called by their diagnostic names like ADHD, anxiety, dyslexia, even bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. But you have this different, empowering and normalizing way to look at these phenomena. So specifically, in the book, you introduce a new term, brain difference. So can you tell us what what is a brain difference? So I, I tried to use this as a sort of global way of understanding that brains, you know, we, we tend to think of like, you have something going on, so you must have something very broken, you know, and, and that's kind of our current society's way of viewing things as if there's a some cutoff or line between, you know, healthy and mental illness. And really there isn't. Brains vary tremendously, and actually pretty shortly, as I as I discuss in the book, um, there's a project going on, the Connectome Project, where they're looking at thousands and thousands of, quote, normal subjects to look at the variation in brain, because we don't actually have a current brain map. But what is already apparent is that there is tremendous variation in brains um, and in structure, in connectivity, in the way they're connected, structures are connected to each other. And um, of course, there's going to be some sort of bell-shaped curve where things, you know, tend to fall, you know, in, in, a, in a wide range in the middle. And then, of course, there will be things on the end of the bell-shaped curve that maybe cause very particular kinds of symptoms. So symptoms, as you just referred to, that cause high anxiety 
or that cause deep depression or that cause bipolar disorder, et cetera. And those differences are just that. They are different. But we have tended to think of them as different bad. And what I'm trying to explain in the book is you know, symptoms can be bad and they can definitely make us suffer and they should be treated. They should be understood and treated. But at the same time, when you have a difference, what we haven't looked at so much, but is important, I think, is that often when there's a difference that is unfortunately causing symptoms, there's also often a tie to a very particular hardwired strength. And I think it's particularly important for the many, many, many people who struggle with these differences and their family members and loved ones and friends to understand that being able to search for that strength and play to that strength and nurture that strength, particularly if it's a child who's got a diagnosis, is so important, particularly in terms of, A, not stigmatizing people and and putting them sort of out to pasture, if you will, as if they can't participate fully in society, and B, because many, many of the most iconic geniuses of all time had a a mental health issue or a learning difference. Well, that is a a perfect segue, actually. So there was the sentence in the book that I was really struck by, and it was, the the flip side of challenges are also the brightest sparks of genius. And it made me wonder, does everyone with a brain difference have a flip side strength? Very good question. The answer would have to be no. And part of the reason the answer is no is that if you are, and again, I refer to this in the book, there is basically a phenomenon called the U-shaped curve, which is that people who are very ill on one end of that U, very ill, even if they have a strength, they probably can't exhibit that strength because they are so impaired by their symptoms. So, you know, even though, let's say, you have some something in the schizophreniform range, you know, that causes some very unusual thinking that actually might be a strength, as in you have a very original thoughts. If you are ill, if you have psychosis, you can't really manifest those thoughts. You can't enact them. You can't plan them and make them come to fruition because your illness is preventing that. So in that sense, if you're very ill, the answer turns out to be no. If you are completely healthy and have none of these issues, the answer also is that you might not be amongst the most creative of us. You might be a great planner. You might be great at various things. But the most creative people who have very unusual and particular strengths of certain sorts turn out to be in sort of the, you have a difference going on. You have a something going on, um, but you're either treated or it's mild. And that's kind of where high creativity and some very other particular strengths tend to lie. I will also say big factors in exhibiting one's particular strengths have to do with, of course, some intelligence. So if you have an illness that has really cognitively affected you, then it may be difficult to exhibit a strength. And of course, there are other factors that play into exhibiting one's strength, like determination, you know, resiliency, and so on. But what it turns out to be is many, many people have very particular hardwired strengths that they either don't know about, they've never been exposed to, or they're in a system like an educational system that doesn't help them to be able to spend any time with that strength developing it because they're so busy trying to sort of shore up their weaknesses. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. So with that uh, that U-shaped curve, so to quote your book again, there's that sweet spot of brain difference. There's somewhere between the extremes of, you know, like the average brain and like acute illness. So we like concrete tips here at the podcast. How can someone with a brain difference get to that sweet spot? Absolutely important. These are important things to think about. First of all, get treatment. If something is going on that is in any way impairing your ability to function or enjoy life for that matter, almost everything that I talk about has very definitive multiple things available for treatment from, you know, medication to different kinds of psychotherapies and social supports, et cetera. Um, So get treatment because it does make a huge difference in both quality of life, but also in manifesting one's strengths. Second is that things like testing, if you're very unclear what your strength might be. So for example, on the autism spectrum, um, sometimes it's hard to tell, like, what is the thing? Because autism spectrum, kids tend to be divided in half. Some are really off the charts in verbal abilities, and others are really lacking in verbal abilities. We're really off the chart in mathematical or technical abilities. So getting tested can really guide you or your child, you as a parent, into uh, where your strengths lay. And then it's a matter of exposure and repetition and available space. So if we're talking, for example, about ADD, you know, a big, big strength for people with ADD is having exceptional originality and creativity um, and also an impulsiveness, which obviously can have a downside, but can also have an upside in terms of enacting something that is original and creative. But the problem is that many kids with ADD are in a school system that doesn't give them, they have no time. They're, they're sort of scheduled, scheduled, scheduled during school, scheduled after school, and the ability to sit around and daydream and imagine things and play things, which is where one's creativity and originality really manifests, 
is not there. So if you're a parent, you want to create time, talk to the school or after school, don't schedule your child to pieces and basically allow there to be time and creative ways that they can manifest their ideas. That's where you are going to enhance their strength. Great. So so for ADHD, or I mean, it sounds like for, for almost any brain difference, so treatment, testing, and then specifically with ADHD, not overscheduling, allowing time for that strength to come through, to fan those flames. How about for anxiety? Uh, our listeners of the podcast have a lot of questions about anxiety. Can you give us some concrete tips on how to reach that sweet spot? Absolutely. So, you know, what are the advantages that people with anxiety have? Um, well, they are incredibly diligent. They do tend to have real attention to detail and obviously to the point where they can wander into perfectionism, but they have a drive to really perform well and they are hypervigilant. And obviously, if you're overwhelmed with anxiety, that's not a good thing. So again, treatment is really key because you can become very disorganized around intense anxiety. But if your anxiety is in that sweet spot of that U-shaped curve, um, you know, you, you've heard the term, I'm sure before, performance anxiety. There's a great advantage to having performance anxiety. You perform better when you are a little anxious, <laughs> athletically, in testing. If you can move your anxiety into the realm of excitement. So it's sort of um, viewing I'm a little nervous as actually what I am is a little excited and sort of hitch your wagon to that train, so to speak, can uh, move you into actually data has shown better performance on tests, on whatever, you know, giving a talk, et cetera. So that's actually a very useful tool in one's mind that one can do. Um, it actually so happens that a lot of people with... Um, anxiety with worry also are highly intelligent. Um, it, it, it seems to have co-evolved together. Um, and in fact, which actually is an important point, which is these things have stuck around in such large numbers for a reason. They do confer some evolutionary advantages. And these are the advantages that I'm talking about. So, you know, using your fine mind, using your high IQ to pursue things that interest you. And again, it's figuring out what is the interest that you have? What is the strength that you feel passionate, more passionate about? Sometimes testing can be helpful with that or career counseling, for example, can be helpful with that. But it is keeping the highest ends of anxiety damped down with treatment if need be or exercise, which is hugely helpful for anxiety you know, sleeping enough, eating healthily, not using alcohol to control anxiety, which, uh, which tends to have you degenerate and not use your fine IQ. <laughs> you know, those things also matter greatly. Oh, well, Dr. Sells, this is so helpful. And it's been so enlightening and such a pleasure to talk to you. So best of luck with the book. And thank you so much for talking with us today. The new book by Dr. Gail Saltz is called The Power of Different, The Link Between Disorder and Genius. And you can pick up a copy at your favorite place to buy books. Keep yourself happy and healthy by signing up for the Savvy Psychologist newsletter at quickanddirtytips.com newsletters or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. You can also listen on Spotify, like on Facebook, and now follow on Twitter. Okay, next week, we'll talk about complaining, why it's bad for your health, and how to stop. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and the Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for making me part of your life. 
And I can't wait to see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.